Hello and welcome to the Eden Gathering podcast. Thanks once again um, for tuning in. It's so good to have you with us. Uh, I'm sat back here uh, in our little studio um, with a handsome guest opposite me. And um, one of the things that I, I literally love about doing this podcast is that I get to chat with people and hear their story um, sometimes um, about them coming to faith or um, you know some of the issues that we've discussed in the past and today is no exception. So I'm so happy that you're here, Russ. Thank you, Russell. Ben Lasty. Ben Lasky. <laughs> <laughs> you never introduce yourself on the podcast. No. Oh, I'm Ben Lasky. Yeah, man, yeah. that's good. Oh, well, good. I just assume people know. I have a bit of a following. <laughs> I, I couldn't be further from the truth. Oh, I see. You don't have yeah. to introduce yourself. No, so no, famous. a man that needs no introduction. <laughs> um, cool. So, Russell, you're a fan of the Eden Gathering podcast. We were having yeah, a chat. absolutely. Massive yeah, there's, um, yeah, I need to catch up on this week's, but Mate. yeah, love it. So I'm so glad you're here. Um, so you've got quite an interesting story. Um, but before we get into that, why don't you tell us just a bit about yourself? Where are you from? You know, what was, who is Russell? Yeah, well, um, I'm from Maidstone in Kent. Um, oh, you poor thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, had, I had a pretty good upbringing. Um, you know, good, good family, good friends, everything. Never really had any great tragedies, you know. It's yeah. all, been, all been pretty good. Good school life, uh, fairly good work life, and um, um, that all changed. Uh, okay, <laughs> when um, was it literally uh, on Facebook? I met uh, I met Sammy, um, who's yeah. my partner, and just literally um, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met on Facebook, and um, so we we got chatting, and then I moved up to Suffolk mm-hmm. um, after not straight away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, and we're now settled down in I. Um, we've got two two kids, which are absolutely amazing, Forrest and Kiefer. And um, yeah, life's just been, just keep changing, keeps throwing me curveballs and yeah. keep adapting. And uh, there's a, a few more curveballs coming. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> sort of I'm finding sure. faith and um, um, a new job and yeah. yeah, starting a business at the moment. Wow. And, uh, so it's all going yeah. on. Yeah, absolutely. So, so talk to me a bit more about your upbringing. Are you brought up in a Christian home, or what kind of no. experience of faith do you have? No, um, absolutely no experience really. I remember um, when I was really young, and I can't remember how young, but I did used to pray, right. um, and I, I used to say the Lord's Prayer every day and or every night when I was going to bed, and I don't know why I stopped, uh, but all I remember is that when I did stop, I never prayed again. And I have no idea why. Right. And it, I think it was, I think we used to pray in school, primary school. Okay. Um, I can't remember how old I was, but yeah, just literally stopped and um, yeah, never, never prayed again. Yeah. And um, so part of why your story is so interesting and the big headline is, I guess, that you found faith in Buddhism. Is that correct? Kind of, I yeah. guess. T- yeah. Tell me about how you how you got to a place where you were kind of exploring what life meant and yeah, how so, did you stumble um, across that? I mean, this was, um, so sort of kind of, uh, in my recent history, really, um, I guess I was, uh, trying to find something. Um, and I, I think I just went online and found like a Buddhist group mm. and, uh, we used to kind of sit down go through Buddhist books and yeah. then meditate and sort of got into that kind of lifestyle. Mm. And um, 
I, I don't know if you can just call yourself a Buddhist or not, because you have to be kind of right. initiated, Yeah, uh, which is weird. But then, you know, loads of people do just call themselves Buddhists. So yeah, I'm yeah. not sure really whether I was or wasn't. Um, but I think that what that sort of did was really sort of soften up my attitude mm. towards um, religions. Yeah. Um, so what was your attitude towards religion generally? I'm trying to get to how did you, because you don't just end up Googling randomly. Um, how did you kind of think I need to find this sense of belonging and yeah, I don't know. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Was so it, was it right? It's okay if it is random. I'm just trying to, no, I don't think so. I think that cause my attitude towards religion was completely the opposite as it right. is now. So growing up, um, obviously I used to pray and everything, but then, Later on in sort of my teens, um, I think I, I tried to reach out to a few Christians. Mm. Um, and there was a few like an ex-girlfriend's dad was a Christian. And um, I'd try and broach the subjects with him mm. uh, a little bit, but never really got like invited to talk about it more. Um, and there was a few people in my sort of uh, in my time during that sort of phase of my life um, that I did try and reach out to, right? but obviously not quite hard enough. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'd try and talk about it, um, ask a few questions. And I think really I was hoping for that invitation mm. and I would have accepted that invitation to either come to church or to, right. to talk more about it or even be given a book and say, read this or whatever it is. Um, and that never happened. And I think I felt quite knocked back yeah. by that. Um, and so moving into sort of like middle teens, I'd already started developing this kind of, um, I wouldn't this say resistance sort of thing. Yeah. I think hatred's far too strong a word, but yeah, certainly a resistance towards kind of faith and God. Yeah, yeah. Did you have any sort of preference towards a religion? No. Obviously you kind of had that kind of Christian school upbringing. It sounds like. Um, yeah, well, I don't think the school was particularly Christian, but there were prayers said yeah, in, yeah. in the school. But um, no, literally nothing. And um, I think when I started living on my own in my early 20s, yeah, um, I think, again, I tried like once more to sort of try and reach out mm. uh, and, and grasp something. And um, there were a few times when I would um, sort of decide that on Sunday... I would go to a church service to okay. see what it was like. So I, you know, I knew my town fairly well. I knew where all the churches were and I'd see like service 10 okay. o'clock. Um, yeah. And those little signs outside. Yeah, exactly. Churches, so yeah. I'd, I'd really build it up over the, over the week. Mm. Um, and Saturday I'd probably start getting a bit nervous about it and yeah. I'd be like, but I'm definitely going to go. I just want to go and see what it is. It's probably BS, but I just <laughs> yeah, want to yeah. go and see what, you know, what a church service is like. So what, what were um, the nerves? What were some of the, the barriers then? Was it? Oh, uh, it's that kind that of. You just didn't know anyone. Is them, it just that social them, anxiety or is it a big? It's them big doors. Yeah. You don't know what's on the other side. Yeah. And for all I knew, I was going to open the door and everyone in the congregation would all just stop and just yeah. turn around and be like, like those weird pubs that you sometimes go here? into. Yeah. 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 What's this guy? He, you're not yeah. allowed in here. You're not a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't realize that it was 
probably quite acceptable yeah, yeah. <laughs> to just walk in yeah in fact um, it's our goal <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah. no those doors they're always shut and mm. when you do go in it's they're heavy they creak they're they yeah, bang yeah. and they do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. so i think and so there was a few times where i would actually walk to the church and i just walk straight past it wow um so, so you get was, to that point of getting up going out yeah yeah a nice shirt on maybe yeah, I don't know. I probably <laughs> thought about it a lot, but um, yeah, and I, I just walked straight past the church. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, maybe turn around, come back, have another go. But and it's that thing because I, you don't know whether you're, you know, the service is at ten. Are you supposed to arrive at ten? Yeah, yeah. If I arrive at ten past, is it going to be in full swing and I'm interrupting? Yeah, yeah. If I arrive early, am I going to be the only one there? Yeah. It's it's horrible. Really. Yeah. Horrible. yeah. So uh, that's and I so think, good for me too, as some because I've been in church my whole life, I've never experienced any of that. So that is really insightful. Mm. So thanks for your honesty there. Yeah. We must do more as churches to make yeah. it easier for people, and that's well, kind of what Eden's about as well. Um, and the Forge is about is trying to take away some of those barriers. Yeah. So hopefully we did that. I think have yeah. with the Forge having the welcome team, mm. the signs. You know, you, yeah. If you are heading to church you're not going to walk past yeah. thinking that no one's there. Right. You are going to get welcomed. You are going to get invited in. Uh, and at the very least, people are going to say hello to you. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So the, you're, if, if I think that if, if the churches around Maidstone had had what the Forge has, mm. I would have gone in years ago. Wow. Because, you know, you would have got there, you would have just had that invitation. Yeah. And I think that's what I was lacking really was mm. the, the invitation to actually go in. Yeah. So fast forward then a few years. So um, you and Sammy have got two children. Yeah. And you've typed into Google or Bing. Other searches <laughs> are available, but all are useless. It um, was Google. Yahoo. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> um, you know, and then you find this Buddhist group. Yeah. Um, and tell me how long were you part of that? What did that look like for you? So you mentioned meditation what i'm I'm not very yeah, cultured so I, I don't really know what sort of buddhist meditation is is kind of rooted in or yeah well it was quite interesting at the time i think i i joined and i was with them for a, probably a year on and off i mean it was every what week. is this like so it's like a church well it, it was meeting in people's houses so right, it's a yeah, bit yeah. like what we would call small group yeah yeah um and you'd meet and we would have like a 20 minute meditation mm-hmm. and then maybe watch a video um, about how to sit still well. <laughs> Brilliant. I could do uh, watching that. Yeah. Um, how to sort of uh, think about nothing and how to yeah. how to So it's focused thoughts. on nothingness rather yeah. than something, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of um, like welcoming the thoughts mm. and whether they're positive or negative, you sort of wave them on. Yeah. So... As they come to you, you just wave them on, yeah, um, and you become an observer of your thoughts, yeah. Um, and I sort of, after a little while, it, it became really, um, I would, I would say interesting, but I think uninteresting is the right. term because we were sitting around and people are talking about, um, people are talking about this you know, different ways of sitting still and what it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it sounds funny, but it's probably oh, not funny. Different different levels of 
etherealness and okay. how you can come out of your body and wow. or go in, I don't know, whichever mm. way you fancy in. And uh, Is that like Doctor Strange sort of stuff? Yeah. You've seen Doctor Strange? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what it feels like yeah. until you realise that, no, you are just sitting still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what kind of effect did that have on your life and your family and you as a person? Was well, it I, something that was certainly helps. Or? And I yeah. think that something I've always, because uh, I've always had quite a, an interested mind. Yeah. I've always been, um, I wouldn't say a reader, but certainly an investigator. If I, if I hear something, um, I'll, I'll read up on mm. it and I find it really interesting. And I've always known that taking that time, um, is healthy. It's mm. good for your mind to have that rest from thinking about your busy schedule. Um, and, and sometimes I kind of feel, well, that's what praying is. Yeah. Um, so I think even from an atheist's point of view, praying mm. is still good for you because yeah. you're, you're taking some time. And even if you just feel like you're talking to yourself, it's still good for you mentally mm. yeah. to have that time. So, um, and that's kind of what meditation is, but you really don't need to be sitting there for two hours. And I think that I've really got, um, what kind of finished it for me is, um, seeing, um, Christianity. Mm -hmm. So talk to me, talk to me about that then. So how, what was your first experience of Christianity and how did that, when did that enter your life? Um, well that, smashed into the scene meeting Johnny Abbott okay <laughs> smashed in yeah how did and that he, happen I mean well, well when, so Johnny uh, Johnny was on the podcast yeah um he did the love does what thing love does what love does what um, love does what so and he's a location leader uh, of Forge I yeah sorry so back when to you. um when I was being set up the uh set up yeah, as in the, the Forge Eye, not the actual town. When I was being, okay, I <laughs> So Johnny was there. He's like, what were you set up to do? <laughs> I was being set up. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I was working uh, at the bank, the cafe in I at the time. Right. And um, so this sort of whole- This is getting so confusing. I was, I was in I. I was. In, yeah, I was, yeah. In the bank, which is a cafe. Yeah, yeah. So the bank in I <laughs> is a cafe yeah. that I worked at. <laughs> I think. Brilliant. I think that's right anyway. <laughs> Keep going, sorry. Uh, but not Barclays. Um, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> opposite Barclays. So when, yeah, opposite opposite the bank is the bank, which is the cafe <laughs> that I work at in I. Gotcha. But it's not the cafe. It's not the cafe. That's new. <laughs> I don't work there. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we rented the space uh, in the cafe, in the cafe, uh, we, we rented the space, uh, to this sort of huge host of Christians that used to just bowl in there on a Monday night right. and, uh, do whatever these weird Christians do. Yeah. And this um, is before my time. I don't even know what they did. Oh, wow. Well, no one knows. We shut the doors. <laughs> we lock them Those in and then doors. let them out again at yeah. nine o'clock and yeah, clear up. Yeah. And, uh, so I'd sort of meet Johnny, um, uh, and open the doors for him so that he yeah. could come in and then I'd help him in with some stuff and I'd chat to him and, and, uh, and then come back after two hours and help him sort of clear away a little bit. And, um, I was sort of intrigued about what was going on there. Yeah. And he was, I mean, he was very open about it. They were setting up a church and this was like a meeting to how they were going to set up the logistics and 
there was music, which was news to me. I didn't realize you had music at mm. churches other than hymns and an organ. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, and then a little while later, Johnny came in and sort of, sort of said, you know, are there any jobs going? Cause he wanted to sort of setting up a church, you know, he wanted to obviously be part of the community. Yeah. And so he wanted to work, uh, in I for like a day a week. And so he started working at the bank on a Tuesday and um, so I was in there and I'd chat to him and he'd be like, oh, yeah, come to church, come to church. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe another time, you know. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great, mate, but, you know, another time. So are you still kind of, in quotes, practicing Buddhism? No, Buddhism? no, oh, I got bored I screwed, of sitting around. I screwed up saying that. <laughs> Buddhism. Buddhism. Uh, no, I got bored of sitting around. Uh, I think that what I what I started to realize is that taking the time to yourself is good. Mm. But, um, at the end of the day, you are just sitting around, you're not helping anyone else. Mm. And, uh, I quite enjoy helping other people. Yeah. And, and that's the, that's where I always went to. Yeah. So I'd always say, well, what's the point in this? If you're, if you're only helping yourself, you're only lining your pockets or mm. whatever it is, business or any other organization, yeah. you've got to be helping other people. Yeah. Um, which is something I didn't realize the church ever did. Yeah, I thought wow. that I thought the church was um, come to God's house. God wants you to give give him money. You know, you need to show your love for God by giving him as much money mm. as possible. That's such a shame. And um, yeah, and I, I I'd, I'd look at a church and I'd think that is such a shame. Mm. All those people have been conned into giving up their hard earned money so that the church can be the biggest landowner yeah. in the UK. And that was my real, you know, anger yeah. towards the the institution, yeah. which is the and church. And you still felt that about the church when Johnny was kind of having these conversations with you or would you say well, you I, I guess so, yeah, that? yeah. But then actually Steve Fenning um, came to meet with me one day. The big boss of the Forge. The big boss, yeah. And this <laughs> the Gandalf was... Um, of Forge. <laughs> Not that old. <laughs> now here's a bit more. What's, um, what's Gandalf's like um, weird cousin in The Hobbit? Radagast. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, more yeah. He's Steve one Fenning, of the five yeah. the five wizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Steve Fenning. Tree just definitely definitely just fell on the studio. <laughs> yeah. um, we can edit that out. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Speaking of editing, I I bought some treats. Can I get them? Yeah. Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> well, Russell two, has got a rustly bag. Two things. Is I this in the to podcast? Make, Are we still rolling? I wanted to make Alex's job harder. Okay. And also, because I'm now a Christian, I can celebrate Christmas like whenever I want. Yeah. So I bought a load of Christmas treats. Oh, dude. <laughs> this is definitely staying in. Oh, my goodness. There's a Santa. There's We've a, got mint matchmakers. <laughs> there's mat, 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 matchmakers. What are those? Um, Chocolate orange. What are those? Smart? Are they Smarties? They're Christmas Smarties in These a tube the Rudolph's size of a rocket, rocket firework. Cheers, mate. Wherever you're listening to this right now, feel free to enjoy a Christmas snack. So yeah, oh, Steve approached you. Yeah, yeah. So Steve, uh, we, we've gone to church a couple of times. And, uh, and how had you found that? Talk, talk to me about the first time you went to church. Um, to okay, so... Be totally honest. So um, at the time, Johnny was actually being like a massive help. Um, yeah, go on. To, to me and Sam and um, I should really say Sam and I if it's going to be on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you are not, I'm not the person to correct you on that. People anyway, will, so, um, tweet. so Johnny, we started like really making friends with Johnny and he was really helping us um, 
sort of really knock down a load of those like what I would call like Christian barriers. Mm. Um, so I, I knew he was a Christian, knew he was the leader of a church, didn't really understand what that meant. But I'd start asking him all the old questions like, oh, if God is so powerful, could he create something that's so powerful that he couldn't destroy it? Because if we, you know, <laughs> okay. all those sort of stupid ones. <laughs> and he'd come back with the answer, oh, that's just like, that's just human language. Do you know what I mean? It's got nothing to do with God, you know. Right. And he'd sort of dismiss it, and I'd be like, "Oh, well, that wasn't fun." Yeah. It's normally fun when you ask Christians these yeah, yeah. really awkward questions. Yeah, and they try and squirm their way out of it. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I'd, I'd shoot all them, and he knocked them all down. And then I think Game of Thrones started, and yeah. he and he didn't have. We had Sky, and he didn't. So, so he basically like, just came around yours to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. But Fair. then, but we'd make him talk and stuff first, and I'd ask him a load of other questions, and um. And I think I said to him something like, I, oh yeah, I sent him a text and I was like, there's so many different types of Bible, which which one should I get? And he was like, don't worry about it, I'll get you one. And so he gave me a Bible and I thought, I'm going to read this Bible, I'm going to find all the loopholes, I'm going <laughs> nice. to find out why it's so wrong, I'm mm-hmm. going to find out exactly, I'm going to disprove this, this needs me on it, I need to... Yeah. I need to read this so I yeah. can disprove it and I can cure everyone of Christianity. I'm going to sort this out. How did that out. work out for you? <laughs> Not so well. Well, I read Richard Dawkins' book, The oh, God yeah. Delusion, Great. and I found so many holes in that. Yeah. Like I started reading and every single chapter, and this was before I read the Bible, I'm like, well, that's, that's not right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's I've just, never read it, but I've heard very mixed things. It's it's really interesting to read yeah, yeah. just to see it's how like a wrong book. a point of view yeah. can be. How the most, you know, the best known atheist in the whole world yeah, yeah. has these massive gaping great big holes. And even if you're reading it from an atheist, if you're if you've ever read any law or even science, whatever, you can just see these huge holes in his arguments. They're just wow. nonsense arguments. Maybe not such a good book. No, it's awful. It's so awful. Why is that the atheist go to? Uh, I think it's because it's got the word God in it and atheists are just attracted to God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can you even really call yourself an atheist? Yeah. You either... If you're reading that book, what what if you're an atheist, why are you reading it? Yeah, exactly. It's because you want to find out... Yeah. Well, it's like I always want to find out the other side of the argument. Yeah. So if, if someone wants to argue something to me, I'm like, don't bother arguing. I just want to see the other side and then I'll come back to you and have a look. Yeah. But yeah. I started reading the Bible and I was just... It's so exciting. I, you know, the first... You start from the start? No, I started from Mark. Okay. And uh, as instructed. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm a few pages in and there's, there's um, his, you know, casting out demons and doing miracles and all yes. this. And I think, oh, actually, this is faster paced than I well, thought. Well, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, the Bible yeah, is the perfect book. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So you came to church. Yeah. First impressions of church? First impressions, wow. Um, I didn't realise was, was amazing? No, I don't think I was one of the... <laughs> rude. <laughs> that is so rude. <laughs> no, I was, to be fair, I was humming along oh, yeah. on the first day. I just absolutely loved it. And then I think the second time we went, I was, I was already starting to, starting to sing. It was yeah. amazing. And yeah. I would have cursed myself for getting that involved. Really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But no, absolutely loved it. And it was, we were in sort of the, um, 
the other part of the school. So not where not where the forge usually is. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, we met in the canteen. Yeah, yeah. And I think there was, I think it might have been a full band. Yeah, I think mm. it was because I was really, really impressed at how, it, you know, there was drums, as in real drums, mm. and a guitar that was amplified. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I think yeah. there was keyboards and, and it, it was a full band and it was rocky music. Yeah. And I was just blown away. At, it's not hymns. Yeah. There's, there was no organ. It was just, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, a little bit of organ sometimes. And, um, and then Steve was starting the, um, the Grow. Miracle Grow. Miracle yeah. Grow series. Yeah. And it was really funny. Yeah. And I, I laughed and I, I thought I was going to be really against it. I mm. thought I was going to have my shell, my shelly on mm. and just hate everything. But I went because I couldn't keep saying no to Johnny. Because he'd invited me so many times that yeah. I thought I've got to go just to shut him up. And yeah. then, but no, we, we walked away um, from the first, first church service actually going, that was really good fun. Mm. We actually really enjoyed that. And we'd decided about two minutes after we left, we'd already decided that we were going to go back. Brilliant. And the kids liked it? Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, at the time they would have been what, one and four. Mm. And so they have like the crash. And we were sort of when we spoke about it to our sort of friends and family, we would go, oh, it's great. Oh, it's just good to just get rid of the kids for an hour. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A bit of music and get rid of the kids. And you sort of feel like Tea you have coffee. to justify mm. going to church yeah. without God being involved. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you, especially how I've grown up, you really feel like you have to justify it. And um, just that, uh, I've lost my train of thought completely. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, you were just talking about that you decided to come back. Yeah. The next week. Yeah. And then, so how did your, how did you then, because then you got baptised not too long ago. Well, it should probably I tell was you, a, yeah. should I finish about Steve first? Yeah, go on. Sorry. Okay. So, yeah, so Steve got in touch and he wanted to come see me at the bank. And um, he came and we had a good chat and it was sort of like they were interested in the bank um, not necessarily as a venue for the forge, but he was interested in it and he wanted to talk to me and he wanted to talk to me about my situation. And the bank was kind of changing hands. So there was one lot of directors involved that quickly went off the scene. Mm -hmm. Everything was a mess. Mm. And another few directors started. And I was kind of in the middle. I hadn't been paid for two months mm. and it was a really, really tough time. Right. And I was hanging in because I thought there was a job at the end of it. Because yeah. I, I wasn't really qualified to do anything else. Mm. But I'd been working there for a couple of years. So that was my job. And I was just trying to hold on to my job. And, um, and Steve come in, he had a chat. And, uh, and he said, well, um, we'd really like to help you out. Mm. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, we can give you uh, some money to pay your rent. Wow. that month and I just said no <laughs> no no you can't do that mm. and um and he said well part of your journey part of being a Christian and coming to church is is accepting help mm. and and he's how did he put it he kind of said um if I can't uh help anyone you know then I'm I'm you know so you're kind of helping us by letting us help you sort of thing 
And I was a little bit like, oh, wow, that's amazing. I was quite, it was quite emotional to accept help because I hadn't yeah, yeah. really accepted help from anyone before. And, uh, and yeah, the forge paid our rent that wow. month. And I just thought, wow, the, uh, this church has come along and hasn't asked me for my money. They've actually given me theirs. Mm. And, uh, and that just sort of smashed so many things that I thought about the church. And it made me realize that Buddhism is going to be sitting down, yeah. meditating. But the church, especially the forge, actually do help people. Mm. Um, and so that was one of the things that made me so attracted to the church is that actually this is a place where I can go and at some point I can come and help people as well, which would just be, you know, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So you've started coming to church. How do you get to the point of accepting Jesus? How do you, because then you got baptized. Yeah, I got baptized in September last year. Um, That was really incredible. Um, And I I just, uh, it was probably towards the end of the series Game of Thrones that we were watching. (laughs) Um, I just said to Johnny, I think I asked him like one week, oh, so what is all this? And he explained what baptism is. Mm. And I think another week later, I sort of thought, yeah, I I am interested. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be cool. And then I had no idea how, how much it meant to other people. Yeah. I thought, you know, this is something that's going to mean something to me. It's part of my journey, but other people aren't going to be interested in it. Mm. And it's almost like a party. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's so celebrated yeah. and, uh, and yeah, it just really makes you feel like part of the community. So, Brilliant. And yeah. so how's your life changed since becoming a Christian? Um, oh, so much has changed. Certainly the way I view, um, others, yeah. obviously a lot more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't bear grudges. Um, so you're a bit of a nice person to be around. Possibly. <laughs> that's what I was, that's what I was, um, yeah. other people. Yeah. Well, I've you. found that, that, um, God does literally answer all my prayers. Wow. If I pray for something, there's always an answer. Mm. And that might come as a conversation with someone a few days later. Uh, one of the, one of the biggest, um, and most obvious things, um, was when I started, um, a job last year. Yeah. When I had left the bank, I started doing a bit of gardening and I started getting involved in building work. And um, that was uh, shortly after becoming baptised, actually. Mm. And um, and uh, I prayed on the way to work for probably one of the first times that I properly prayed wow. for, for more than, you know, like a minute or so. Yeah. You know, I actually sp- spoke to God and really prayed. And I, yeah. I prayed for a sign that I was doing the right thing completely changing career going into building i just prayed that he would send me a sign to tell me that i'm on the right path yeah um and i got to work uh, one of the first things i had to do was shift a load of bricks <laughs> thought oh brilliant nice um the first brick i turned over there was a, a cross on the brick wow. carved into it I'll, I'll show you a picture um seriously and i i just knew that that was that was the prayer that had been answered um, and I've still got the brick. I took it home with me. No other brick out of those 2000 bricks had crosses on them, but it was just the first one I turned over. 
Wow. And I'll have to show you a picture. You have to yeah, put it on the yeah, website definitely. or something. Because so, no one, listening to this, no one's really going to believe there was a cross <laughs> on it, but there seriously was a cross. Wow. And um, and yeah, God has just answered every prayer I've had. So how would you encourage someone then? That, there'll be a lot of people listening um, to this podcast that are Christians, but mm-hmm. struggle to tell people about their faith. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be a whole bunch of people that, are struggling with their faith and don't really know how to take that next step, whether that be baptism or whether that just be going to church for the first time or just having a conversation over the next season of Game of Thrones. So what encouragement would you give firstly to Christians about how to tell people about Jesus, how to break down some of those barriers that you experienced? And secondly, an encouragement for those that aren't Christians and are looking away to kind of fill this void that you that you felt yeah uh it's it's definitely got to be meals it's, <laughs> it's, it's be sitting food. down yeah it's got to be food yeah yeah it's the way to everyone's heart and i think it's uh it's god's way to our heart as well yeah so uh it is literally um just i think it's difficult because we don't really have people over for dinner that much it seems to be something that our parents used to do go to dinner parties <laughs> but um actually if you can just invite anyone to your house and yeah. offer them egg on toast. You know, you just, just be frank and say, look, uh, I haven't got a lot of money. It's not going to be a dinner party, but, but why don't you come and, and have a meal um, and we can talk about it. Mm. Um, or you could just say, well, let's come and have, have coffee. Um, and you don't have to plan to talk about anything, but eventually if, if someone has something on their mind, it will come up in conversation and the best way to speak freely is is yeah. over dinner yeah so um so good yeah. and an encouragement to those that are looking seeking faith um i think get on the uh get on the eden gathering website Whee. yeah <laughs> which is um, edencovering.co.uk oh nice plug <laughs> yeah well you set me up and i just yeah <laughs> And, um, and yeah, get, uh, because Eden Gathering are doing the, the meals. Yeah. I mean, um, that is one of the things that we really, um, focus our whole attention on yeah. is food. Yeah. Food we did before... ours, Sammy and I oh, did Oh yeah. Ours, you hosted um, the food night. How was last that? Last week. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It what was really good. Um, I did Egg like, on toast. Egg on toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Famous egg on toast. No, I did my signature dish, which is like a Mexican everything. So Ooh. it's like. You've got your fajitas, your nachos, your rice, mm. your cheese, your your proper chili, a bean chili. Then you've got your salsas and your guacamoles, and oh. it just go. It fills up my everywhere in the kitchen, and then everyone just grabs a plate and helps themselves. Nice. So um, yeah, that's that's my sort of signature dish. Well, the next time that we'll be gathering together is on the first of November, um, and maybe you feel inspired by this podcast to bring a friend. Um, and yeah, it's just going to be a great night, I'm sure. And there's going to be food at the start, probably some sort of food. Uh, we've had cupcakes, pick and mix, nice, and other little treats. So it's always worth coming out to. Russ, yes. thanks so much for coming on, mate. Thank you for having me. Um, it's been great to have you. And yeah, I'll see uh, you guys at the next uh, live Eden Gathering event. Check us out on the website edengathering.co.uk. Drop us a tweet. Drop us a message. I've been at Benjamin Lasky. Do you have a Twitter or something that you want to plug or? No. No. I have a new business though, Russell Levi. Russell Levi? Yeah. Uh, well, I think you have to pay us money. 
if uh, you want to <laughs> you want to be this is not a sponsored podcast <laughs> it's been so good to have Which you you can go to rustlervi.com and check out our <laughs> range of services no blah Alex play the music over this <laughs> yeah.